well, it's looking like Arnold got himself into another round of buggery. Will he ever get his hands on a terrible man? Well, I don't rather know. Some men go their whole lives looking for terrible man. Sometimes they find it in Jesus. Sometimes they find it at Walmart. Let's keep watching and see what horrible fate befalls a father trying to get a toy for his little boy on Christmas Day. Hello everybody and welcome to Edging Podcast where we analyze a cinematic masterpiece in 15 minute increments. This of course is our holiday special where we are analyzing Jingle All the Way, Arnold Schwarzenegger's magnum opus. And today, we this is episode 3, so we are analyzing minutes 30 to 45. Uh, I said last time that we were uh, finishing up with the hyper-consumerism arc and now we get to the Bad Santa arc. Yeah. What a... What a nice, tight, self-contained arc this 15 minutes was. I'm really enjoying how this this movie is just plotted out, and like there's, it, it's a kind of like a movie in, in multiple parts. Yeah, it's a movie in a movie, really. It's a lot like uh, Memento, if you think about it. It's like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, in its own way. It's 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 not one single story. It's many stories colliding. The Turbo Man's a metaphor. The Turbo Man was in Marcellus Wallace's briefcase. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what I think it is? Goddamn right. It's the new Turbo Man with punching action that says five key phrases. (laughs) Including, does he look like a bitch? That's what, yeah. (laughs) Also, Describe really what Ted looks like. <laughs> Does Ted look like he fucks? Is there a way for us to host images somewhere so that we can have them linked in the description? Because I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and Photoshop <laughs> Turbo Man in the briefcase. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that scene. <laughs> but we never see inside the briefcase. Hey, I'll do no, a, a Photoshop a briefcase. I'll have the glowing oh. the, the glowing scene and it'll cut to a, a picture of Turbo Man and then just like a stock image of a, suitcase in a briefcase with Turbo Man photoshopped in there. <laughs> <laughs> so this thirty minutes this fifteen minutes kicks off very nicely with Arnold Schwarzenegger assaulting a child. He's continuing his search for the perfect child. I'm not a pervert, I'm just looking for a Turbo Man doll. <laughs> There are so many things in this world that, that are just unnatural to the eye. One of them is seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger sit in a ball pit with children. <laughs> with, with them angry, like the veins popping out on his forehead and everything. <laughs> yeah, you can't be angry in a ball pit, first off. Secondly, Arnold cannot be in a ball pit. Arnold went down a slide, and when he saw there was a ball pit, he just screamed out loud. So maybe there's a past trauma here that we need to explore. Do you think he's been burned in the ball pit before? No, what it is is the entire nation of Austria is just one giant ball pit, so he thought he was getting deported. <laughs> no! You couldn't make me go back! I, I think I'm it might going have been, to be governor. <laughs> I think it might have been the fact that he realized he was going face first into a ball pit, which meant that all the ball pit germs are going to be going straight into like his eyes and nose. <laughs> Arnold's got the Maybe flu, he- baby. 
Maybe he didn't expect them to be as soft as they were. All the loose band-aids and, and hair lice. <laughs> Adam, are you saying that he thought they were all going to be like pool ball consistency? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, at this point, I don't know. I guarantee Arnold has never been in a ball pit. What is this strange pit? I've never seen this before. <laughs> so after all these mothers and the children in the ball pit too, which I just noticed on this viewing as they're throwing balls at Arnold even when he's walking away from them. <laughs> yeah. Mothers assault, correctly assault Arnold because he's assaulting a child to get a lottery ball from her. I just love how they swarm in and start beating with purses and rolls of wrapping paper. <laughs> Yeah, a line I never uh, noticed until this viewing is when he's trying to take the ball away, the girl's mother grabs her and takes her in, and Arnold says, I need that toy. Yes. And I think the... <laughs> That's a great line. You know what else is a great line? Santa never delivers a present in broad daylight. <laughs> Here so comes honest. Jim Belushi. He's here to Wait. save every movie he's ever been in. Wait, you're telling me that wasn't Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Sam, he took off the beard. Didn't you notice? But there's a lot of different Santas, I thought. Didn't you, Wait. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you notice, in contrast to Santa Claus, this one wasn't funny? <laughs> I mean, Tim Allen played Santa Claus, but he became Santa Claus. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally different. <laughs> Tim Allen unknowingly got himself involved with some weird Lovecraft shit where he got his body morphed into Santa Claus, fulfilling some sort of contract that he sold his soul away to. Santa flying off in his sleigh. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> this is a weird coincidence we have here. San Tim Allen, also playing Santa Claus in the Santa Claus uh, series, now Jim Belushi playing Santa Claus... Tim Allen used to sell cocaine to uh, Jim Belushi's brother, John Belushi. So we have this weird spider web here going on. <clears throat> What's the connection? I don't know. I'll look into it. This Santa, he ain't dealing drugs. He's dealing uh, bootleg toys, question mark? You know, I, I guess. As Arnold's walking away from the kid's... Uh, he says that he's looking for a Turbo Man, and this mall Santa, played by Jim Belushi, says, Hey, dog, uh, if you got money, I got a Turbo Man that I can sell you. No, no, he, that's not what he does, Drew. What he does is far more terrifying than that. He pulls out a Polaroid photo of the elf <laughs> holding in, like, <laughs> serial killer lighting a Turbo Man doll. He's like, this was taken this morning. <laughs> he's holding the day's paper. <laughs> It looks like an ISIS photo. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when ISIS beheaded Turbo Man? Uh, these are possibly the most not harming anybody, the most harmless criminal organization in the entire world. What are you talking about? They're ripping off parents and selling bootleg toys at That's a ridiculous it, markup. They're selling a few game childs. Who cares? <laughs> but they're misrepresenting them as the original toys. That's where the uh, that's where the false advertising. That's where the crime lies. Uh, that 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 leads to one on today's crime tally. I think. Well, actually, two because of the pervert stuff earlier. 
Arnold Arnold says to the Santa, "Sure, I'm interested in the the Turbo Man doll," and so they make him drive them out to their warehouse, which is an abandoned <laughs> granary. It's guarded by a man in a Santa suit who has a, a Rottweiler with reindeer antlers. <laughs> These guys are so dedicated to the bit of their Santa theming that they're like a, they're like a a Spider Man gang where they all all agreed on this one theme and they're going whole hog wild on it. Everybody there seems to really be into their work. <laughs> you wouldn't be. You, you work at a theme cartel ring. <laughs> it's the rich and powerful toy cartel that Sinbad was talking about. Oh shit, he was right. He was right about everything. Oh my gosh. That's possibly <clears throat> the most terrifying revelation we've had all the entire movie. <laughs> Arnold goes in, sees that the all, this entire factory of people dressed as Santa, elves, and Mrs. Claus are making bootleg toys to sell to parents. And so he still wants to buy a Turbo Man from them for whatever reason. And then what happens? It's not the real Turbo Man. It's one of those Mexicans, Turbo Mans. Speaking Espanol. Hey, speaking, it's, nobody understand me, amo es Turbo Man. What the fuck does that la, even mean? He says, La Hombre de Turbo. What and does that so, even mean? If if anyone can understand Spanish, can you email us the translation for that at edgingpodcast at gmail.com? <laughs> what I does typed it, it mean? in Google Translate and my laptop shot itself. <laughs> Howard opens the box, he pulls the Turbo Man out, it crumbles to ash in his hands. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sam. It's like it's like the ancient curse of the werewolf where everything you eat that isn't flesh just turns to ash in your mouth. <laughs> Howard's been cursed so that anytime he gets a Turbo Man in his hands, it comes ash. <laughs> you lied to your child, now you can never get him a Turbo Man. <laughs> And so uh, Arnold and the Santas go completely off the deep end, deciding that this is the means for a full brawl. It's so funny. And bless them for it, honestly. They gotta stand up for what they believe in. It was a fun little fight sequence. I think that's what we needed to kind of cleanse the palate, too, of this movie. After uh, uh, child molestation jokes. Cleanse the palate. The palate is clean. This is a <laughs> this is a certified banger. I'm 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 willing there were to say three entire minutes of implied pedophilia. Do not give me that. <laughs> oh man, this the, this fight scene is probably one of the highlights of this early movie for me. It, it's so different in tone. It, again, this movie just shifts to- tones on a dime as we see all these Santa Clauses. Begin ganging up on Arnold, but he starts beating the stuffing out of them with a giant candy cane. We get two notable cameos when the Big Show and Vern Troyer from Austin Powers. Are, <laughs> Is that who that was? Yep, one hundred percent. The little Vern professor Troyer. Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the Big Show, the professional wrestler, comes out dressed as Santa Claus and says, "I'm gonna deck your halls, Bob." <laughs> These guys, 
This this is a wonderful allegory for the war on Christmas, <laughs> as Arnold begins beating all these Santa Clauses, and Pucker Carlson's off in the corner saying, this is what happens in Biden's America. They said Merry Christmas to him, and so he's resorting to violence. <laughs> of course, he's from not America, which means he doesn't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> so the Santas fight, the cops come. What is Howard to do? He was involved in the operation. He was caught mid-transaction. How was he going to get out of this one? Well, probably not by uh, doing anything too elaborate, because he just got tased in the gooch. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did. That'll, that'll put you back in a second. He said, oh, my prostate! <laughs> it's enlarging! <laughs> I've awakened to a new fetish. <laughs> it's squelching. <laughs> yeah, the cops break in, and uh, poor Howard Langston. What's he going Lang. to do? To... No, no, his name is Langston, but he introduces sure? himself as Lang. Yeah, I'm positive. I saw it on his desk. I could have sworn he's referred to himself as Lang before. Yeah, I have his name down as Howard Lang, too. Well, I'm I'm absolutely positive that on his desk it says Howard Langston. I'm Maybe they the... couldn't decide a name. <laughs> I'm guys... almost positive that that Jamie's also said his name Jamie Lang or something like that. I I know I'm so sure. See, personally, I'm not willing to to hedge anything on this because I'm so terrible at remembering names in movies. You tell him what happens. Holy shit! Jingle All the Way made a hundred and thirty million dollars at the box office. I don't doubt it. Arnold was a big name back then. It's all about star power. All right, Adam, how, tell him how... how, how no, real quick, did you find anything? No, I'm looking for it right now, which is why I need okay. you to entertain the audience. <laughs> yeah, this it's Langston. This son of a bitch. This, it, it is Langston? Yeah, it's Langston. Damn. So this son of a bitch, <laughs> just having been tased in the asshole, stumbles over to a box of toys... And he finds, like, an FBI police officer badge. And he thinks, oh, this'll fool them. And he presents himself as a detective, flashes a badge real quick, and it fucking works. Also, (laughs) kudos to him for changing up his name, not Howard Langston. He says, I'm Detective Howard Lang. And then he winks at the audience. (laughs) He also closed with the line, now get your act together and arrest someone, which is really, honestly, I feel like the problem with, with, with the police in America. <laughs> I, I love the line where he describes their entrance. I love. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's The way he says it is so funny. He describes them entering as a bunch of terrorists at a tea party. <laughs> it, just sounds, it just sounds so funny coming out of his mouth. Speaking of lines that we love from the scene, I also love when the police break down the door and one of the elves yells, It's the Grinch! Scatter! <laughs> really like even, when, it, even with jail time looming over their heads, they're still in character. As you're being pulled out in the rest, I also enjoy the one Santa who says something effective, I can't go back! <laughs> <laughs> How many years do you think you'll get for making bootleg toys? While dressed I'd as Santa Claus. probably 90 days, maybe even probation. You're going to go away for life, man. Everybody knows Hasbro no, not owns like the distributors. 
No, no, man. Like Hasbro owns the courts, so like if you get caught with with even just like a single knockoff Transformer, you're going to jail for life, man. If fucking Busby Toys finds out what you're doing, <laughs> they're gonna lock you up and throw away the key, man. Busby notoriously <laughs> litigious. The judge slams a soft hammer on the <laughs> on his desk and said it's nerf or nothing, and locks him up for life. <laughs> Somebody ought to locked up Busby Toys. The shit they made was awful. <laughs> they made those knockoff Nerf guns that you needed, like, shotgun shells in order for them to even fight, fire the darts. So then you had yeah. to find two little pieces of plastic every time you fired. And there was always, like, that one kid that had the, the Tommy 20. And it took, like, the fucking oh. 15 AA batteries <laughs> that last yeah, for five minutes. <laughs> Fuck you, Busby. Yeah, you know, I'm actually kind of on the side of the stand as this one if they're replicating Busby Toys. Busby Toys, you can eat shit. You made shit. Maybe they are Busby Toys. Maybe this is how <laughs> all Busby Toys products. This would explain a lot. They were just assembled by Jim Belushi and his merry band. <laughs> Busby Belushi... This is no coincidence. I don't know. I'm hearing a little bit of similarity there. You say them fast enough, they're the same word. They're both the exact same word in Swahili. <laughs> <laughs> they both come from the same uh, Latin name, Beluche, which means my brother is funnier. <laughs> but, jo- but John Belushi still had that last name. God though. damn, fuck you. <laughs> it, it was so close. That joke had some legs. It was so close. I know it has. I, know it I was so legs. disappointed. <laughs> you really <laughs> let the air out of my fucking Belushi there. <laughs> you are the wind beneath my Belushi. <laughs> uh. So, so that bad Santa arc was, was really fun and lively, right? How about we go into the depression arc? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Howard runs out of gas and just wheels his car to a, a diner that's literally called the train car. That's genuinely a train car. The, he runs out of gas on a bridge while I'll be home for Christmas is sadly playing. And he has to wheel it in the cold. I don't understand wh- why we have need this much total whiplash. This is where I finally began to emphasize with Howard because this scene was just so damn sad. <laughs> <laughs> He's really trying his hardest to get his kid a toy, and I... I think that's one of his redeeming qualities. Like, he, he's lying to his family, but he's out there putting in the work. <laughs> he's putting in the work to maintain that lie. <laughs> so who does he meet when he goes back to the... He goes to the diner. No, no money. No car. No gas. Who is no sitting pride. in the diner? Uh, well, Mickey, the guy who owns... Good old Mickey. Good old fucking Mickey. That character we've seen a couple times before finally comes back for a little appearance. Yeah, there's that wonderful scene where Ted and Arnold are talking, and Arnold says something snide to Ted, and then Mickey's in the background, he says, (laughs) He's like, oh, Howard, you're so funny. (laughs) You're so funny. You are my best friend. Be sure to come by my dining car for a nice cup of coffee. We'll be open all day serving coffee. I'm not going to the Wintertainment Parade. Are you kidding? Turbo Man's gonna be there. He scares the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, I just had an image of, like, Turbo Man wearing a GoPro, and the result is just, like, ISIS drone strike videos. <laughs> of Turbo Man, like, firing his discs down at all these infrared targets. Oh, we forgot, before he gets to the diner, he calls his son. <clears throat> He's gonna say, there's some, there's some, there's some good dialogue here. <laughs> we cut back for a TED watch. Oh, we got a good Ted watch. Do we know he's gonna... Sam, what's that rascal up to? Well, there's the I, I, there's the one line in there I like that involves him, but I don't remember what he actually did in the scene. I can't remember the first oh, part okay. of the scene. Adam, would you please? Oh shit! Um, I actually don't remember either. Yeah, this, for some reason this scene I like. I keep. I, it's very forgettable. Yeah, I I, I, I kept forgetting the scene even happened. I just remember the one line from the end of it in the phone call because it was pretty funny. What was the one line? Well, uh, the reindeer is named. So, 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 something was named after Ted. I can't even remember. The reindeer, yeah. Okay, right. yeah. The reindeer is named after Ted because uh, his son named it after his dad. And so when uh, Jamie's talking to Howard on the phone, he, he keeps going, Where's your mother? Put your mother on. And Jamie says, Oh, she can't. She's next door petting Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Which All Howard glass, glosses over surprisingly quickly. <laughs> yeah, he does like a weird double take look at like towards the camera. And he says, what? But then Jamie starts talking about Turbo Man or some shit. <laughs> I, I don't think even I was this annoying with Pokemon when I was a kid. Hi, Dad. I knew you'd call. call. I, I love that Jamie's, uh, Jake Lloyd's eyes are like, Always in the same spot, looking beyond the camera, so you know somebody's holding up the cue cards for him. <laughs> I don't think that he could read kid. cue cards. He's like six. Six-year-olds can Yeah. Read. I know they can read, but, like, he says some complex words, like, Turbo Man. <laughs> he says, Lombre de Turbo. Yeah. Lombre de Turbo. Whatever that means. I also want to take a quick rewind because I, I would like to finish this Ted watch. We've we've left it on the hook. All the people are chomping at the bit for it. Uh, Ted's <clears throat> brought out this reindeer that his son is named Ted to let all the kids in the neighborhood pet it. He's serving all the parents hot chocolate. And one of the mothers is like, Ted, you're so thoughtful. I wish every husband was like you. With her, a man who is presumably her husband right beside her. <laughs> and, and, and Unclear. Then, and then Jamie says to Johnny, Ted's kid, he says, man, your dad's the coolest. And Johnny says, he wasn't all, my dad didn't always do stuff like this. Only after my parents got divorced. Hey, maybe your parents will get divorced, kid. <laughs> <coughs> oh. And so then, then little Jamie runs back home and he, he has talks on the phone with Arnold who's just trying to get his wife on the phone to like explain that he's hit rock bottom and Jamie just keeps on talking about Turbo Man over and over <laughs> which causes Arnold to understandably blow up and say I've had it up to here with the Turbo Man 
Well, that that's the line that, that finally just just breaks Jamie. He can't knowing that his father doesn't really respect or care about Turbo Man or his authority. <laughs> if my dad said anything like that about Yo Gabba Gabba, I would flip out too. <laughs> Drew, Pokemon's not real. I'm never coming back home. <laughs> what would you know about Pokemon? Jamie's reaction to his dad saying that he doesn't like Turbo Man is like my grandpa's reaction if I said I didn't agree with the Iraq War. (laughs) (laughs) What would you know? Son, we needed that oil. We needed them oils. (sighs) So we're back at the diner now, right? Yep. Is this something you remembered, Sam? Yeah, more or less. Because this is the uh, the fabled reunion, as we've already alluded to, between... uh, Howard and Myron. Mm-hmm. They bury the hatchet. They make peace. And they just start talking about how how crazy and out of control this whole situation is. And then they decide to get shmammered. Little, little sips of whiskey in their coffee to keep them warm during these cold times. <laughs> the old man winters are biting on my fingers. He's nipping on my nutsack and I don't like the feel of it. <laughs> That's what Myron says. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's the actual line. I wrote it down so I could get it all right. The depression arc continues as Arnold and Sinbad talk about what bad fathers they think they are. I actually kind of feel for Sinbad and Arnold in in this scene, as, as they you know reminisce on Christmas's past, and Sinbad talks about how his life was ruined because his dad didn't get him a, a toy gun. <laughs> And he got his friend the toy gun, and he became, or his, the, his friend's dad got it and became a billionaire. Which which proves the moral of the story again, that capitalism and consumerism is the only way to happiness. If you don't have toys, you'll never be rich and successful. I remember when Donald Trump said, my father got me a Johnny Seven one-man <laughs> army gun, <laughs> along with my small load of a million dollars. Small load of a million dollars, I was able to use that million dollars to buy... A Johnny 7 OMA gun. You know, I wouldn't be here flipping patties at McDonald's at 37 if my mom had just gotten me a Sega Genesis. (laughs) Dumb bitch. You know, I mean, life life was kind of hard on me. You know, I had had three kids over the course of ten years. My husband died of pancreatic cancer. But if only, if only only I had gotten that toy, my finances would be intact. If only I had gotten that Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual Disc. Uh, shit, dude! I got fuck that Yu-Gi-Oh dual disc, and I'm still broke as fuck. <laughs> fuck the dual disc! You couldn't play Yu-Gi-Oh with that thing. That thing ruined cards like a motherfucker. But you could just put it on and just keep like deploying it and then closing it again. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. is that not that, all you did with it anyway? We tried to use it. Well, I mean, that's how you get the bitches wet. Just the sound of a dual disc snapping together just makes any pussy just. <laughs> That was that's a horrible why, sound. That, that's why Healy's were so big at the time. That way you could just like slip slide around in all those busted ovaries. <laughs> I got my galoshes and my dual disc. I'm ready to party. Arnold. <laughs> Sadly, we end mid-conversation here. Yeah. I do find it weird how Sinbad, of all characters, seems to have bought into this idea that 
getting something for Christmas will determine your future. Because, I mean, yeah, it's a... he took psychology for a semester at the junior college. That was what he said. He studied critical race theory. He knows what's really at work here. He's trying to implement critical race theory in our Christmas movies. <laughs> Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I, I did notice that it's a weird kind of dynamic shift. You'd figure that like an upper-middle-class guy like Howard would have more of the idea that it's all about like advantages that a child would have, and the guy who's kind of struggling to make ends meet would be a little bit more understanding yeah, and a little bit less figures. focused on like monetary things. And also, he's carrying around mail, so I mean... Is he just taking a day off of work saying, like, yeah, I'll go deliver these letters? Goes to find the Turbo Man like a boss? Well, some post, there's no post on Christmas Eve, also, I don't believe. So did he... <laughs> hmm. I, I, I've, I've been working the entire time under the theory that he's not an actual postman. I'm pretty sure he's just a guy wearing the uniform. He's just going around with a bag full of letters and driving an old truck he bought. He's he like, eats me pussy. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but I don't like it. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's not on the up and up. That's, I mean, that does make more sense because there's no pro- post on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and he's just got a sack full of mail. Yeah, and, and even if like he just threw on his uniform after the night, before, if he worked on like, a night shift or something, just went to find the doll in his uniform... He still has that entire bag of mail he carries with him everywhere. You know what? Like, making it seem like he's on the job. You know what I've noticed? <laughs> the bag What's never that? gets smaller. He never has less mail. I think what <laughs> happened is he got fired by the Postal Service. He kept oh. the uniform, and now he's going around just taking mail out of mailboxes and throwing it all away. Because he's become so spiteful, he's now the arch nemesis of the USPS. Drew, this is why you never get your packages. <laughs> this, this, this is fe- are this you is saying the that Myron is FedEx? That would be funny, Sam, but I think what they do with him in the next like 15-minute block is even funnier about the post office angle. Yes, you can't Sam, disprove my. I think Sam's it. gonna love this. <laughs> you are going to love the next fifteen minutes, Sam. I've loved every f- fifteen minutes so far. I, I'm not surprised. This is your. I just this we we know ass, you well right? enough. This is my favorite watch so far of the podcast. I think, except yeah, for multiplicity. This movie kicks well, ass. well not, it's yeah, it's really good. It's got some stupid moments for sure, but like it's really good. You'll be happy to know that, uh, audience members, if you too like this movie, you don't have to feel guilty about it anymore because James Brolf said, uh, said publicly that he loves Jingle all the way and doesn't understand why not more people love it. Guys, we're ripping off James Rolfe because we reviewed a movie that he also reviewed. Shit. <laughs> oh. oh, man! Siskel and Ebert reviewed Multiplicity. Damn it! No! <laughs> Fuck. I'm searching a pattern. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we're kill myself tonight, guys. We're so unoriginal. I'm gonna kill myself with mail. <laughs> I'm gonna slit my throat with a letter. <laughs> I'm gonna keep giving myself paper cuts until it's fatal. I'm gonna keep licking oh, man, stamps until I die. Sam, what's happening in, in the rest of Jingle All the Way? I'm pretty sure, judging on where we left off, with him talking about the guy now being a billionaire after he got the toy, I think it's finally gonna click in their heads that the one way they can finally get the Turbo Man is to find this billionaire and rob him 
and then use the money to just get one of the massively inflated ones. I'm pretty sure we're going to go on like a wacky crime spree adventure. It's going to be kind of like uh, the end of Christmas Vacation. Where they're just gonna go? They're going <laughs> to kidnap this this random billionaire and, and get him to give them Turbo Men. <laughs> okay, that does sound pretty fun. And you're probably wondering how they're going to get him to play along with this whole scheme. Oh, well, luckily, luckily, Myron's been stealing letters for so long. He's got all the dirt in this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got. He's been putting connections together for months. He's been stealing letters from all the rich people. He's got the whole plan laid out. He's gonna. He's gonna expose them. He's gonna put them on blast unless they're willing to pad his pockets too. <laughs> he's billionaire CEO. Just gets. Uh, he gets love letters from his dirty little femboys every single day, and Myron sees them all. <laughs> Here's a package from Mr. Epstein, a little black book. I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> it may come in handy someday. Myron says, I'm not trying to take you down. I'm trying to join you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Myron is a pretty good origin story for a superhero. For a supervillain. Supervillain. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about how, you know, like he's been kicked around all his life. He, he he still has connections. He feels persecuted by the entire system of the world. He didn't get the Johnny uh, Johnny Seven OMA gun, mm-hmm. so that That'll right be his there. Weapon of choice. <laughs> All right. All right. right. The snow's falling and the cocoa's a calling. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh, we're gonna go have some wild turkey and hot chocolate. Hold the hot chocolate. <laughs> Oh, hey, you know what? We never introduced ourselves today. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. I will die on this. Oh, no, you're right. We didn't. <laughs> it, just takes, it just takes two times to convince him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do let's get a clean, Let's get a clean cut of us introducing ourselves. I don't think we need to. No, no, we, we will only outroduce ourselves today. <laughs> Alright, I was Drew the whole time. I was Sam. I was Adam sometimes. And you just got dugged! <laughs> no, it's Christmas. You can't dug him on Christmas. <laughs> I just dugged him on Christmas. You this thought you is were the out first the dug of Christmas, baby. You thought you were out of the park after all these weeks, but dugging doesn't take a holiday, you fuckhead.